Let's take a look at the bigger picture. Milton Azrati is with us, chief economist at Vested. Thanks so much for being with us. What stood out to you in Chair Powell's press conference, the moves the Fed's making? Well, the Fed is telling us they're not finished. And they're telling us, um, even though some people have said the uh, the inflation numbers are trending down, the Fed doesn't believe it. I don't believe it. Uh, they're going to be more rate hikes, and um, that's going to just continue this pattern we've been seeing, uh, especially since the Fed is leading the Bank of England, the European Central Bank, uh, in terms of these rate increases. So how do you feel about the rate increases when you think about how aggressive the Fed plans to be? as they, you know, move towards their goals here for their forecast of 4.6% in 2023, while also seeing unemployment rate likely to rise to 4.4%. Uh, Tell me more. Well, I think the Fed realizes that they have very little option. The inflation numbers are going up. They have to they have to make this fight. Jay Powell has been extremely clear about this. His first order of priority is to combat the inflation. So I think it's interesting. The Fed keeps raising its forecast of where rates are going to be. And I think it's going to have to go a lot higher because right now with inflation in about the 8 9% range, even the rates we have are negative in real terms, and that's not the kind of restraint that the Fed needs to impose on the economy in order to curb the inflation. So we're going to see more from the Fed, and um, I'm not at all surprised. I will not be all, at all surprised if the Fed starts raising those forecasts for 2023 as time goes on. They already have. Okay, so it could get even more aggressive. There are folks that have been talking about maybe changing and being data dependent and pulling back, fewer have been talking about maybe being even more aggressive. How likely is that? I think it's actually that the Fed is going to have to move. I don't think we're going to have one and a half percentage point increases. Right now, the Bank of Canada is leading the pack in terms of rate increases. But the Fed's going to continue this pattern, 75 basis points, maybe 100 basis points ago. Uh, each time they do it, and that's going to continue until they see a break in the inflation, a significant break in the inflation, uh, and that's going to be a while, given the way the patterns are going. And GDP and the concerns about a recession and jobs? Um, unfortunately, the Fed has has tried to soft pedal things. They keep re revising their GDP forecast down, the FOMC, um, but they've been pretty clear they're going to risk recession in order to do this. And I think given what they have to do, they're going to create a recession when they do it. It may not be a particularly severe recession, but I don't I think that is in the cards for next year. And Jamie Dimon yesterday when he was there talking to Congress was saying it was just too much fiscal stimulus. He wasn't even trying to criticize how much fiscal stimulus there was, but more so that when you do one, you need to expect inflation. When you do one, you expect the other. It was cause and effect. Uh, he's he's quite right. We've had a lot of we had have had a lot of monetary stimulus until this past March, when the Fed finally awakened to the inflation threat. Um, but we've had enormous amounts of fiscal stimulus. Some of it was necessary during the pandemic, but it's clear the government has overdone it, and we're paying the price with the inflation now. To the extent that the government is doing nothing to stem that fiscal fiscal stimulus, or even much less reverse it, uh, the job is all up to the Fed 
which puts even more pressure on J-PAL to raise the rates and exercise monetary restraint. And at what point uh, when, you know, people are shopping for homes, they've been faced with extremely high prices. I mean, it was a bubble to a certain extent. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it almost feels like it's crashing as well, while now we have mortgage rates at 6.29%. Yeah, the mortgage rates are, are hitting the housing market. We've seen it. We had a good number the other day on starts, but that's really catching up with uh, sales that had outrun starts for quite a while. We're going to see weakness in the housing market. The only thing that's going to hold it up is that it is uh, real estate is something of an inflation hedge. So people will do what they can uh, to step up um, move assets from financial assets, which as we've seen suffer in this kind of environment, uh, toward real estate. I don't think that's going to reverse the pattern, but it's going to slow the descent in housing prices and and keep up activity to the extent that, to a greater extent than we would think, given this rise in mortgage rates. And you do have some concern about gasoline prices, particularly going into the winter, right? Well, I think gasoline prices have been, the whole uh, moderation in inflation has been a decline in gasoline prices from astronomical highs to just plain high. Uh, but I'm looking at the futures for um, uh, crude prices. We're going into a winter in which uh, Europe is going to demand a lot of oil from the rest of the world because it's not getting natural gas from Russia. Um, we, we were, we're not likely to see these prices continue to fall, crude prices, and that means that gasoline prices are going to stabilize or rise. Even if they just stabilize, the only negative we've had in inflation for the past couple of months has been gasoline. That will go away. Food prices are going up. Core ex-food and energy is actually accelerating. That's going to be a lot of pressure, and it's going to fall on the Fed. Milton Azrati, thank you very much, Chief Economist at Vested.